Hello, and welcome to the Raw Thoughts Podcast. In this episode, Branwen and I expose what it's really like working in retail. Her and I just happened to get a job at the same store, so we're going to give you the inside scoop on what it's really like, the highs, the lows, the crazy customer stories, and all of our raw thoughts along the way. I hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you're interested, make sure you check out the description for more information and for links so you can connect more with me and Branwyn. Enjoy, and I'll see you next week. Hey. Hello. Hello, hello. Happy International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day to you, too. (laughs) What more fitting than chatting about work with another woman? (laughs) I mean... Back in the day, women would not talk about work because women did not work because they couldn't. (laughs) So it is fitting. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to work, but at least I have the choice. Yeah, I mean, it's all about options, right? Choice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Sean's picking up our treats for International Women's Day, so that'll be nice. That's so nice. Oh my goodness. I know. Ally. I told him, I was like, oh, it's International Women's Day. He's like, is it? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you're a woman. I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, what treat can I get you? And he's like, what treat can I get Branwyn? And then he's like, do you guys want drinks? Like, oh, so nice. Ally. <laughs> but anyway, talking about working in retail. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing many. all the like, tr- yep, the trade secrets. <laughs> yeah, many know what it's like. Many don't. Yep, and you can tell who doesn't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I do find the people that are the rudest. I feel like they probably haven't worked in retail because I feel like it gives you a certain amount of empathy for other people. Yeah, you know, I feel like when I was a waitress it really made me more empathetic like every time I go out to eat like I feel like I empathize with the other waitress and then I always like do stuff like piling the plates and like I feel like a lot of people do that even if they don't work as a waitress but it just gives you a new perspective my god I do that too like I'll like stack the plates all nicely I think I learned it from my mom because my mom is a wait like was a waitress for like a very long time and so i'd always see her do it so now like i just always do it stuff oh, like yeah. nicely and true mm-hmm. yep you were a waitress or you knew a waitress then just makes sense make their job a little bit easier you know right i'll always even like go as far to like wipe the table <laughs> I know. I know. Like, this is so unnecessary, but uh, I still do it. I know. I just feel better. Right? So, yeah, Brynwyn and I got a job 
and retail together not saying what it is for privacy reasons or nda reasons i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um yeah apparently we sign an nda and like i don't really know what it means but just to be safe (laughs) yeah we won't say won't say but we do work together and it's been really really cool very interesting working together yeah it feels like like the other day we we had a sleepover and then we went to work together in the morning and it felt like going to school in the morning like when we'd have sleepovers on school nights and then go in the morning very fun yeah it did um yeah and we literally like got interviewed at the same time got hired at the same time it was interesting I didn't know it was going to be a joint interview Mm -hmm. because we were scheduled for an interview at the same time and I was like no it can't be at the same same time though it must just be like one of us is going to go first the next one's going to go but nope it was at the exact same time right I'd never heard of that but talking to co-workers they had interviews at the same time as other people too so I guess it's just standard practice for them yeah must be yeah but I've never experienced that before me neither a joint interview is kind of stressful because I don't know I was like who do they focus on it was kind of embarrassing doing an interview in front of you to be honest (laughs) Because you act different in an interview versus with your friends, right? You know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it worked out fine and it's all it good. It did. It did. My worry was like, oh, like, are they going to ask a question? And then really in a job interview, how different are the answers going to be? Like, is it going to sound like, oh, copying? Like a lot of like, oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true exactly how creative can you be i think it was a lot of similar stuff but we said it we worded it in a little bit of a different way for sure um and then also we were hired we were seasonal workers which is different you know you're just working for the season you're learning everything in the job but you're also not thinking it's going to be your new job at the same time which is a weird thing And then we ended up getting hired on as, like, full-time. Well, not full-time, but permanent workers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never been a seasonal worker ever in my life either. Like, never had a seasonal job. Well, I've had contract work before. So I've worked for somewhere for, like, a summer. I guess that's kind of seasonal, though. But it's not really seasonal as as in, like, for the holidays type of like it's a special kind of like rush like kind of like they're just literally getting more workers on like temporary workers where they already have workers like they already have people to do the job and they're just getting more people on just to handle the like rush of the holidays which is insane that they literally have to hire more people to do that like it's so much more volume I know. Consumerism really ramps up during the holidays. Oh, that's the thing. Like, working in retail, that's what I've noticed. Like, it really opens your eyes. I mean, I already knew that each holiday is, like, basically just an opportunity for capitalist society and consumerism. But you see it. Like, as soon as a holiday comes up, it's literally busier. And then as Mm -hmm. soon as there's no holidays, it's literally, like, more dead. It's crazy. Yeah, very Like, Valentine's, like, Christmas. 
Yeah. Even yeah. like you, you hear like, oh, Valentine's Day. It's just like a Hallmark holiday. It's just for consumers. And growing up, anyway, that's how I heard about it. <laughs> yeah. With like my family and stuff. But actually seeing it and being like, whoa, you sell loads more when it gets closer to Valentine's Day. I can see yeah. it firsthand. Thousands of dollars more. Like mm-hmm. thousands and thousands. I'm sure that's for any retail place. Like any any of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm sure like there's some like... I'm sure like... I was thinking about Lint Chocolate. Because there's a Lint Chocolate store um, near where we work. And I'm like... It literally i'm sure the only two times are valentine's and christmas when does anyone else like really go get chocolates <laughs> right they're probably they probably make most of their money during those seasons yeah for the so entire like year holidays. or easter yeah. easter is oh, probably easter, huge yeah. you know That's hiding true. the chocolates I didn't even think of easter mm-hmm. those would be good ones to hide though <laughs> the lint Oh, yeah. They would be good ones. But, yeah, I'm sure that. I'm like, Sorry, else? I'm getting the treat delivery right now. Oh, nice. So there's five donuts in there. Five donuts? Yeah, one's a honey cruller and one's a apple fritter. Oh. Those drinks. Ooh, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so apparently there's no cheese croissants, so we're getting just there was a bunch of donuts i guess how come i had a feeling they wouldn't have it i just literally yeah um so (laughs) sorry oh yeah i didn't know i'm recording it right now online what yeah oh shit sorry it's okay (laughs) 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 <laughs> I think he thought you were coming over to record it. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> oh well. It's all good. Anyway, where were we? Okay. Um okay, so I was gonna ask you. So far, what is your favorite part of working in retail and your least favorite part? I'll, I'm gonna answer these two. I haven't even thought about it, but Okay. I guess. My favorite part is well, my absolute favorite part is that it's, like, at the end of the day, not that hard of a job. Like, it's, for yeah. me, anyway, it's really, like, I don't take my work home with me, which I can appreciate. Um, especially when I, like, have, like, hobbies and creative stuff to, like, that I want to do at home. I don't want to take work home with me. Um, and then also just like all every day being kind of different, talking to different customers and working with different coworkers, you kind of don't really know what to expect out of the day, which is kind of fun and cool. And you get to have different conversations with different people every day that you work. Um, my least favorite part of the job is kind of on the the same note but like the flip side is you don't really know how your day is going to go and some days are worse than others some days you have bad interactions and like some customers can be 
difficult or you're just not feeling it that day like with retail I have to be like turned on to turned on no I'm joking (laughs) what's the word I I know every time (laughs) you have to be on I'm like have to be on yeah (laughs) yeah I get what I got what you're saying I just thought it's funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have to like you have your customer service voice and that kind of thing and if you're not feeling it that sucks so yeah true yeah that's that's I definitely kind of agree I feel like mine are similar I feel like my most favorite part about the job is the socialization also I didn't really mention that not only are we working in retail but we're also kind of like sales people also it's not just a normal retail job it's more sales oriented as well like we're actually walking people through the process and actively trying to sell them things Um, so it's very interactive but I think my favorite part is that it's like very social very interactive um, you have coworkers who you can chat with. It's very stimulating um, if there are customers in and stuff like that. Uh, and I feel like you can really leave an interaction on a real high or even leaving the day on a real high like that I haven't experienced at other jobs. Like you can feel so good after a day or after one interaction, like just feeling all the vibes, you know. Um, And I think that's my favorite part and that, yeah, it is not super hard. I don't find myself super stressed or physically exhausted. Uh, It can definitely be draining in some ways, but it's not, I've done jobs that are harder, basically. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did cleaning for a while and that is very physically taxing. Like it's just hard on your body and I found it really hard to be stimulated throughout that because you're just cleaning all day for eight hours um and it's not that stimulating but my least favorite part um I guess would probably be yeah I mean it's similar to you it's like when you get those bad interactions when you get customers that are really moody um and then when there is stress about sales and numbers and that kind of thing like that can definitely be not so fun I don't really find that that's huge though I feel like that's more of a mindset thing like me stressing myself out or just like there being residual stress in like management and that kind of thing like there being stress in the air and you're kind of like being affected by it but yeah overall it's just getting kind of rude customers i haven't gotten so many honestly but every once in a while there will be some like people who just have such bad energy and feel like they're just taking out their problems at home on you i'm like there's no way you're reacting like this to what's going on in the situation like it's such an overreaction you know Mm -hmm. like really you're upset about you're this upset about this product or whatever like you know it's yeah Yeah. so that's my least favorite part I actually had a customer who came in and started filming me and like yelling at me made one of my coworkers like cry 
like just yeah, nasty yeah so that's I definitely not even... my favorite part yeah i can't even imagine like some of the stuff i see or hear about i can't even imagine acting like that as a functioning person in society <laughs> like actually i just walking in somewhere and just talking to someone like just being so rude yeah it's hard you to know? fathom sometimes literally yeah it's hard it's hard but and actually one of the parts i don't like is sometimes to those customers because you're supposed to customers always right and you're supposed to be giving good like customer service you actually have to like kiss up to them and like do what they're saying and honor what they're saying even though inside it just feels so wrong because you know they're not justified but you literally just have to comply with whatever they want and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like something they should deserve to get because they're not going about it in the right way but that's just literally how it works in retail most of the time or at least with the policies that we have and stuff like that like that's just how it works you know and it sucks <laughs> it's just like i don't want to like give you what you want because you're being so nasty but i have to and i have to have a smile on my face the whole time right i can't even imagine working at like i've never worked at mcdonald's before but I can imagine it being just awful, like the kinds of people you're like interacting with and even the just the fast paced nature of it. Like I think people are really impatient when it comes to fast food. Like I, I know some of my friends who have worked there and just had really bad experiences, not just McDonald's, but even like Tim Hortons or you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, those places are probably a whole nother league, but you worked at Starbucks, and I remember you saying that you had some pretty, like, do you do you feel like at Starbucks you'd get more rude customers than here, like in retail? Um, I think just the volume of people, because it's all really fast interactions. Not always, but most of the time, and it's about yeah. speed and getting it out there, not making people wait. So just the sheer volume of customers, I did get more bad interactions, but I think like overall, like percentage wise, I'm not sure. Right, yeah, you're just like interacting with more volume, so you're gonna have more. But also I, I can imagine that even when people are slightly short or whatever, at that point it doesn't it's such a fast interaction like oh i'm ordering this coffee and then it's like two seconds yeah, versus in our job you have to you know talk to them and try to make a connection and take them around the store and all this stuff and so when someone's short it really you notice it versus yeah. there it would maybe not be as apparent you know yeah or it's like not doesn't affect you as much because it's so fast or you're not even seeing their face a lot of the time like because i well, I worked in a Starbucks like with a drive-thru and then one without a drive-thru. And then with a drive-thru, it's like very much less personal. Because um, people are usually moody in their car and you're not seeing it. Yeah, true. Oops. Um, 
is it true that like you can like see everything from the drive through like you can see people in the drive through <laughs> there is a video but it's like pretty far like um i can't really see like in in the car and at least when i was there like the the specific store i was in i'm not sure about everywhere but it's a black and white camera can really see much you can hear though yeah i was gonna say so you can hear like if they're by the speaker you can just hear them talking yeah yeah <laughs> that's interesting did you ever I hear know. anything like weird <laughs> no i don't remember hearing anything not weird i know sometimes because you have the headset on which is kind of fun and then other people wearing the headset you can talk to them if you press a button but uh the customer can't hear you unless you press a specific button so sometimes you talk to the person your co-worker and then accidentally press the button and talk outside on the speaker oh yeah actually now that i think about it i do see a lot of retail places that have that headset thing too like they will talk you know be able yeah. to not talk to drive through obviously but talk to like other co-workers and that would be so interesting I know. I I remember the gossip. You can like just whisper into the headset. No one can hear you, but you can still talk to somebody. That's so funny. What do you like? What do you think the purpose is of the like having it in retail? Like, I guess I'm like it doesn't seem that necessary. But I think I guess if it's a if bigger it was, store. Yeah, I think if it's a big store, you know, somewhere like H and M or Zara, like they can be huge. And if you need something. Uh, or you need to be connected to a manager to ask questions. It could, I can imagine it being hard to find somebody, especially if the store has multiple levels. Right. That, yeah, that makes sense. Or like, oh, I need this from the back or yeah, asking a question or whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I think when, um, like I went into Bath and Body Works, I'm pretty sure they had those too really really i'm gonna have to look next time but that reminds yeah. me i actually was a seasonal worker one previous time at bath and body works which is so funny oh, yeah because it's, it's similar but um but yeah so i joined as a seasonal worker and then for some reason so my contract was until january something like 20 something or 19th or something i don't know but in my mind, for some reason, I thought it was December or something. <laughs> and so I think December 23rd or something had passed and I thought, oh, I'm done. And so I didn't like, well, first of all, I don't remember there being any schedule posted anywhere, like on my phone or I didn't have any schedule. It was just posted in the back or something like that, like on a calendar. And I don't remember seeing my name. And then all of a sudden I got a call one day and they're like, uh, where are you? I was like, oh, I, I didn't realize I was scheduled. And they said, yeah, you're scheduled to come in. And I said, oh, I thought my contract expired at this day. And they said, no, it was January of this day. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And da, da, da. And they just never called me back. And I just stopped working there, I guess. It was just nothing was said. It was so weird. And ever since then, like I would whenever I was walking in the mall and walking past that place, I would just like go around, like walk far away. But I do oh, remember them no. saying like, 
oh, you're really good at sales. You're really good on the floor. I love how they always call it like the floor when you're like out selling to customers. Yeah. Like, oh, you're on the floor. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I I also like it was it was pretty fun working there. I feel like it was harder because it was bigger. Um, and it was seasonal, so seasonal is always more hectic, right? But I was kind of at the beginning of seasonal. I wasn't even in the <laughs> like I I stopped working before it got really bad. Mm, yeah. Um, but I do remember there was this guy from Tinder. And he really liked me, and I, like, wasn't sure about him, but he seemed pretty nice. But at the same time, I don't know. I was, like, nervous. I think because he was so nice, I thought it was, like, maybe it could actually be something real. Like, he really seemed to like me. So I was kind of scared away. And then one day he texts me. He's like, I told him I worked at Bath & Body Works. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to come visit you. And I was like, no, don't come visit me. I was so embarrassed. And then he actually came and visited me. And I remember being so embarrassed. Like my cheeks were just like getting red. And I was in my little red apron. And I thought I looked so <laughs> bad. And I was so embarrassed. But he actually like took the time and went around the store with me and bought gifts for his mom and his sister. Which I'm like, that's Aww. actually so sweet. Stop, yeah. that's so cute. I know. And he actually bought stuff and like, yeah, he seemed like a nice guy, but I was so mortified at the time. I mean, how old was I? Probably like 16, 17, like so young or maybe 17 yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be like if I wasn't in a committed relationship <laughs> and dating around and and talking to a guy and he showed up at my work I would be embarrassed even still like I'd be like oh uh, especially if I wasn't expecting it right yeah so I get that yeah but yeah that was my little experience in retail before this current job mm -hmm. but my... yes yeah seasonal is crazy yeah my retail experience like my first job ever was working in a vintage store oh like yeah vintage clothing and knickknacks and stuff like that and uh i ran their social media but it was much more lax because it was an independent like it wasn't a corporation it's an independent store so it was a very different experience um no uniform is very like self-led and then also being able to do like fun creative stuff like their social media and having a lot of freedom there so it was a very right. different experience i didn't realize you did their social media also yeah i feel like most of my jobs have been social media jobs which is kind of funny to think that is about, funny yeah yeah huh yeah, that was very different. It was also, like, just way less volume in general, you know? It's not... It wasn't like you're serving so many people a day, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then I worked in a shop um, in Toronto, and that was kind of... That was retail, too, but we were selling, like, notebooks and some hoodies and clothing. Little, like, little 
trinkets and stuff. It was for uh, designers like in my school to kind of oh, put yeah. products out there with their designs on it, especially people who worked there. So that was interesting too, but a very, very different retail experience. Like they were also not a corporation. So I've never like worked for like a bigger company, I guess, more like serious retail, even though I don't, I don't know if I'd call it serious, but like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting because the company we work at now is definitely large, you know, like there's definitely a lot of stores around Canada and a little bit in the U.S. too, but it's not really, really large at the same time, you know? It's yeah, it's interesting. not like H&M or... No, or Bath and Body Works, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's smaller, a, but definitely, definitely large company. for sure. Yeah, still a company. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, definitely when it's like a smaller company, there is more room to possibly move up and all this stuff. And it's so interesting how I just like never really realized how much money people can make in retail, like not as just a retail floor worker, but like higher up in retail you can make so much money it's insane yeah I didn't realize that either and it's also something you know you hear about it all the time like somebody is like oh yeah I worked at H&M since I was 16 and I'm a manager now and stuff you know okay you hear about it but I never really thought about what that would mean like how much you would make and that kind of thing yeah and I wonder how much you would make as a manager at somewhere like that because it's always different like how much do you think like your boss at Starbucks was making you know well he managed mm. a couple Starbucks right no just the one just but one? I think it was a good amount I think it was a good amount also the assistant manager there I think was making a pretty good amount too interesting like and you m- way more than us <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you were supervisor at one point, right? Or Yeah. How much were you making then? I mean, this was back, this was a few years ago, though. But few, yeah, this was like seven or eight years ago. So it's quite a different time. Yeah. But I will say I was making, I don't remember the exact numbers, but even as um, just barista like lowest level I was making more than I make now which is crazy because it was years ago I know like seven eight years eight years ago now I'm like it's crazy the minimum wage was so much lower back then and I was making more than I am now as the base you know person yeah I mean I guess well yeah because Starbucks I guess pays more than minimum wage like quite a bit more yeah they also like at least where I was they were really good about promotions and raises especially if you were doing good like I think that I was a really good employee and I tried really hard yeah yeah that's that's interesting I mean I Starbucks is pretty good like they have pretty good benefits and like mental health oh my God, the benefits were great like if I could work at Starbucks again I I would it's it's kind of hard to to get in yeah and, like get your foot in the door there because I think a lot of people also like 
a lot of people stay working there. Yeah. Really good. And then a lot of people hire, from my experience, they hire, like, internally. So when we needed somebody, it was like, oh, somebody's friend or, you know. Right. It's interesting, though. You'd think that they would hire you because you literally have previous experience not only as a barista but actually as a supervisor you'd think but I guess it's just super in demand also you'd probably have to just like keep applying keep applying like at all the locations multiple times throughout the year maybe then you would get it but like oh yeah I mean I've been applying for years like I have stories I'm always applying to them but yeah it's just the right right time i guess and place right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean i've always starbucks is one of the ones that have really good benefits i know costco has really good benefits Mm -hmm. the job we have now it has benefits if you work a certain amount of hours i'm not sure how good they are but there definitely are benefits Mm -hmm. so i'd be interested to see what those actually are you know yeah i feel like every job should have benefits especially like mental health benefits right (laughs) working in retail like it could be hard sometimes and uh i mean just for anybody i feel like it's important oh i know and i you know i feel grateful that i have been working on my mental health for a long time and I am in therapy now that I feel like when I have those negative customers it doesn't really affect me as much mm-hmm. like it's obviously unpleasant but I don't find I'm ever really taking it personally or going home and thinking about that interaction you know it's kind of just water off a duck's back like in the moment it's unpleasant but after you know it's like whatever and it's a good thing to connect about with other coworkers, right but you know some people like they're like that work there like other otherwise I can imagine it being very like dysregulating and affecting you a lot having like someone yell at you and be really really rude you know it'd be hard to not take it personally if you haven't like worked on yourself or you don't have support or you're just in a bad place in your life you know and you have to work still yeah yeah because sometimes these people can be pretty ruthless you know yeah Um, definitely like you said i don't think it's as bad in like our situation but in other jobs you know like i feel like you're just getting abused every day like at tim hortons or like mcdonald's or you know certain places i know like little thing after another yeah yeah it's tough and honestly it's it's very interesting like the sales aspect of our job because i always feel morally weird about it you know because i'm trying to you know be as genuine as i can like of course everyone has a customer service voice but i always try to make it the most genuine that i can try to keep it casual you know um and you're trying to just be genuine in general asking them questions and you know trying to see what their needs are so you can recommend them things and 
so I'm trying to be genuine, but at the same time, in the back of your head, there are numbers and there are goals that we have to get to. And there are like personal numbers that they track of how many sales we've done. And so it's like, how genuine can you be when you also have that in the back of your mind? You're trying to sell someone on something while also just being helpful, you know? Yeah, it is a an interesting line to walk. And also just growing up, hearing about, you know, capitalism and even just my morals, trying not to consume too much. It's been an interesting job to have when you think about that. Yeah, it, it is weird. <laughs> it is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, like, I feel like the products that we sell, though, is maybe a little better than some others, but it is still you know, consumerism at the end of the day. Yeah. And just being in that environment, like the mall environment, it's very interesting. I've never worked in a mall before. Yeah. I mean, I just did that bath and body works, but other than that, no, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I know just being in them. I've been in the mall more than I ever have in my entire life. It's weird. Yeah. I've never gone to the mall more (laughs) in my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I actually had a customer today and they were just saying, they were like, how do you, well, they were like, how do you know? They're asking questions about, you know, products and stuff. And then like, how do you retain all this information? Like, how do you know everything? (laughs) I was kind of like laughing to myself because I don't really know everything. I just am able to speak to things very well and speak eloquently, even when, I've never been asked that question before. I've never even thought about it before. I'm just able to like think on my feet, which is a good skill to have in retail. But like, how do you know everything? And I was like, well, you know, I just genuinely like the products. I use the products. Um, And they were like, yeah. Oh, so I guess it's just like more like talking about, about it versus like selling. I was like, yeah. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, but I am selling I am selling you at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Totally know. I'm also though surprised about how much I do remember about all of the stuff. You know? Same. Like I do know a lot about the products and I, I granted I do use them. So that's how some of them at least, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's very interesting to think about because we haven't been working there very long. But yeah. I know so much more than I thought I would ever know about this stuff. <laughs> I know. Like, what am I going to do with this information after I leave this job? <laughs> yeah, right? Mm, yeah, I mean... It's very, very interesting. And you kind of just, like... Like, the same with Starbucks. I felt like I knew so much stuff. Even just the systems on how to do stuff. Like, returns and stocking and inventory and da-da-da-da-da. And, like... You just learn it, and then after, and you're like, no, now I'm like, I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I cannot remember a single thing. But when you're working it, like in your everyday life, you just know these like systems to do things. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. It's like completely pointless information, but also very relevant in the time <laughs> that you need it. Um, yeah, that's that's another thing. I mean, my 
I haven't really worked in retail. I feel like even Starbucks for you is more similar to retail. Um, I worked like at Bath and Body Works and then I worked as a waitress for a while and then I worked as a nanny for a while and then cleaning. So like nannying, cleaning, waitressing. Waitressing is like similar-ish but not really at all. But like systems and ways to do things. Like when I was a waitress, I knew nothing about that. But like I mean, other than like closing the till at the end of the night, that kind of thing, but it was completely different. But yeah, in retail, there's so many systems, there's so many like things you have to do on the computer and things you have to log and keep records of and like order. And I'm like, I didn't even realize that there was that much going on really. And yeah, we're selling stuff to people, but then there's also a million of other things to do throughout the day. And then there's like cleaning and it, it is a lot of different stuff to do. Mhm. I'm just figuring out some of the computer stuff now. Um and it's once you get it it's cool it's good like it's easy but it's nothing like nothing is rocket science there but at the same time when you don't know it's so confused you know like I was actually just thinking back about how much I do know now and how comfortable I feel now with most things and especially now that the computer stuff is starting to come together, it's kind of interesting to see, like, you just start feeling more confident at the job, you know? And we have really not been working there for very long at all. Like, yeah. how many months has it been? Like, November? Like, four months? Five months, maybe? Four yeah, months, maybe? Around, around that time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. You, you just pick things up. I mean, I feel like with any job, it's kind of been like that for me. You start somewhere and it's kind of nerve-wracking. You don't know what you're doing. You make mistakes, but you just learn. Yeah, exactly. You just learn and everywhere's so different. And it is always yeah. so scary starting a job. But even I remember even two weeks or three weeks into the job, I was already feeling comfortable, even though there's so many things I didn't know, but I felt at least more, more comfortable, you know? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, seasonal was a whole nother thing. Seasonal was like, go, go, go. It was just, there were so many customers. You just have to be talking to them very quickly, checking them out, um, lines, like long lines. And now it's way more personalized. Like there's never a single line in the store, right? Like maybe a line of one other person waiting behind the one person who's being checked out, right? Like yeah. it's it's such a different experience. And I didn't know that. Like going in, you're just like, oh, this is how the store is. But it's completely different from seasonal. Yeah, during the holidays is... It's different. I I remember at uh, Chapters, the lineups during the holidays would be huge. Like going around in the store, you never saw that any other time of the year. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy. Like the holidays really do just make yeah. people consume and go out and buy stuff. Yeah. When really <laughs> all these holidays are supposed to be about, oh, love and spending time with each other and like you know <laughs> yeah and then even um covid would be very interesting like uh we weren't there at this store during covid but you know any store like the lineups you would see it was a much different experience even where i was um i was working at a 
little organic like market like grocery store during covid and yeah we'd have lineups out the door but because people had to line up outside they couldn't go in so you kind of have that feeling of like it's really busy yeah true. And there's lineups but it's kind of different and talking to co-workers it was kind of like that where we are now like there were very long lineups and that kind of thing yeah so true i didn't even yeah think but it'd be that. a different it'd be a different experience though because it wouldn't be for me anyway when i was it felt really busy and stressful but then in the store it's not super busy and crazy right just because they had to like stagger the amount of customers going in but yeah i think just something about having a line just makes you stressed out because you're just seeing you know what's coming (laughs) yeah there's also no end to it you know it's like always a line you're like oh man there's no there's no break whereas now i feel like a lot of it is in rushes you know it's like oh kind of busy and then no one no kind of busy no one but but you've got some time off whereas like then it was like just constant <laughs> flow right yeah i remember sean saying like because i you know he was saying oh this your job seems so easy and i guess sometimes i get defensive because i'm like it's not easy but then in the <laughs> at the same time i'm saying it's easy <laughs> but like <laughs> i guess just there is unique challenges and it's not it's not that you have to like you do have to have certain skills right and it's not like it's an unskilled job um it is easier definitely than other jobs but like you know he was saying oh i can't imagine a time at work where i'm just standing around and chatting and i'm like well yeah we have a lot of that time so <laughs> you know like for him it's just constantly go 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 um and that is not i mean technically you could always be doing something every second of the day and they call it downtime when there's no customers in you could be doing stuff on the computer you could be dusting you could be organizing things like you know and i do i do that you know i do try to work hard but there also are just times where you are standing around for a bit and chatting about stuff you know yeah i mean you gotta have a life work life balance at work <laughs> work life balance at work <laughs> <laughs> i mean even you know sometimes you'll be dusting but you're still chatting you know it's it's very yeah. it raises morale yeah exactly but yeah you're not always on at that job like there are little breaks and stuff like that which is nice um but yeah like in his job it's just like a go 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 cuz i feel like in his job it's more like they have all these things they need to do just as a company. I mean, he works as like a, how do we even say this? Like he's a quality control for like a cryogenic um, trailer repair shop. <laughs> it's like, kind of hard to describe, but basically like, eh? yeah. Cause it's all those like gases that they transport. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not like cryogenic, like, like they would use those gases in, like, those if you're doing cryogenics, like freezing people and stuff, you'd use those <laughs> gases, but it's like, not like that. But it's just like, um, like 
if they have to transport like argon gas or these kind of gases places they always always have to be in these tanks on these trucks and the tanks have to be airtight and so basically he repairs that and like the whole company is just about repairing those tanks very specific very specialized but yeah. i think in his company it's like he's more like basically there's more to do in the day than they get done you know like there's always stuff to do like that is kind of like priority you know so i feel like you're just kind of running around all day trying to get projects done i don't know exactly how it works but it just seems a lot more stressful and then also just more way more physically demanding like this job is really not that physically demanding you're on your feet but it's not that hard yeah well I've actually had more physically demanding jobs for sure yeah and i was gonna say during seasonal though like when it was seasonal it was pretty physically demanding like i feel like you were just running around all over the place and actually now that i think about it at other stores that are busier i bet it would be more physically demanding like a retail job would be more physically demanding because you're probably always running around depending on the culture of the store depending on yeah. how big the store is depending on the volume of clients that you go through in a day you know yeah even the kind of like merchandise you're working with um i can see it being heavier and harder than others true very um, true because working at the grocery store there were some heavy stuff like carrying 50 pound bags of carrots and potatoes oh, and gosh. boxes and bushels like it got so heavy <clears throat> and going up and down stairs like at least where we are there's no stairs <laughs> oh true yeah even at um like when i was waitressing it was like having to get up like crates of pop like soda yeah. from the basement <laughs> like yeah it was yeah it was hard but um do you think like your job at starbucks was more physically demanding than this job uh yeah 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 carrying like crates of milk and like always uh, the milk was just you know you're there's you always have to stock the fridge constantly and true and i think it's more fast-paced also right so yeah definitely and you're also on your feet all day but you're kind of like moving around all day where whereas i don't know if we move very fast you know where we are uh, yeah it's not really so much sense of urgency you know what i mean like there's not yeah. really senses of like sometimes also, like you said the, we'll have a little rush but yeah the environment itself too like you don't want to be running around like if i go into like aritzia and i'm shopping in a around i don't want the employees to be running around around me you know it kind of make it stressful yeah yeah like you want to just it's more of a classy environment you know yeah yeah or like i don't even know like lint like i'm gonna go shop for chocolate i don't want like the employees like rushing around and like <laughs> yeah there's not the same sense of urgency it's more of like an experience yeah. and you're going in and shopping versus like food service where you're just trying to get your order fulfilled as soon as possible like you want to get out of there you know it's not like you're yeah. going into a starbucks just like ah just i want the experience well i mean maybe if you're well, sitting down but you're not like yeah. wanting the experience when you're ordering to be that long you know right and then like behind the counter it's like you know if i go into a cafe and they're kind of 
going around and throffing milk. I don't know, doing doing their thing. I don't really care if they're going like rushing around because yeah. it's calm and relaxing in the seated area where I am. Whereas, you know, in a retail store, the action's yeah. all like in the same floor. Yeah, you're in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or even like if you're a waitress and, you know, in the kitchen, it's like hectic and crazy. Yeah. But then in the like dining area, it's so calm. You kind of have to like, as a waitress, it's interesting because you kind of have to do both. You kind of have to rush around, but then you also have to kind of give this air of calmness and like not, you know, be stressed, like make people stressed out because they're trying to enjoy their dinner and just sit down. Meanwhile, you have like a million different things going on in your head and different orders you have to balance, but you have to treat them like, oh, you're the only people in the restaurant. I'm just bringing you your food, you know? Yeah, like you don't want to be stressed when you go to a restaurant. Just like I wouldn't really want to be that stressed out if I'm just going on a a shopping excursion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah, it's more like when there's a behind the scenes aspect, it's easier for that. I mean, like I'm sh- like behind the counter at Starbucks is like more hectic, um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of expected. Also, you know, you're just producing things really fast. You're also producing, like you're making things at yeah. this store. We're just showing people things and and yeah. getting them to buy it. You know, yeah. There's no production going on. Yeah, I feel like retail and what do you call it? Like food services. Yeah. Food and drink is like very different. different. Yeah. Yeah, as a as a waitress, like I do find that it was more stressful and a bit more physically demanding. It's hard to tell though cuz I was so much younger. I feel like I'm like did my feet ever even hurt like years and years ago? I don't know. I was so young. <laughs> oh Maybe they gosh. did. But definitely not like they do now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah it definitely was more stressful although for some reason as a waitress like I always didn't want it to be busy and I feel like it never really was that busy like I I also would work on day shifts and I also worked at like a new restaurant that they had opened up like a new almost like not franchise but like just a new um same restaurant but just different location and it was so dead it was like in the country it was like in a small small town and it was very yeah. dead so i feel like i never really got that real waitressing experience which also meant that i didn't really get the tips either true but true, uh, yeah you really rely on those tips yeah but waitressing is really hectic uh the only thing about waitressing that is nice is that if you have a really really busy day and it's super hectic and you're working way harder you get cash at the end of the day to kind of you know offset that at starbucks i can imagine like you have a busy crazy day and you're getting paid the same amount like that sucks yeah we did have tips there actually yeah i was gonna say there are tips but it's definitely not as much tips like no not as substantial like at the end of the night of like a busy busy night like i feel like the most tips i made was like 200 dollars in the night in cash oh man yeah i know some people who work um as a waitress in toronto Who'll go home with like five hundred dollars and oh no, it's one night like like it's even crazier than that sometimes. Like um, like I remember someone we used to know from the Discord. uh, She was a bartender in New York, and she said she would work for a week 
or like a couple weeks or something and have $10,000 worth of tips and then she would go on a vacation. Insane. 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 Like, (laughs) I mean, they are working hard. Like the girl I knew, she would work her ass off and it would be hard like at nighttime, but you are getting paid. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the server's wage is lower, but it it does work itself out if you are in a place that actually gives you good tips. Um, Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it just kind of sucks. And I do think that in general, like, why is tipping culture such a thing? Like, employers shouldn't rely on the patrons of these places to pay their employees. Like, it's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, if anything, like pay them a normal wage and then if they have tips on top of that, like okay, but you know? Yeah. Paying them less because it's like, oh well you're gonna get tips, so Right. I saw this place in Toronto. They like don't do tips at all. It's a vegan place or something. I forget the name. I, I saw I that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, too. but they they just pay their workers a good wage. <laughs> That's so and they nice. say, oh, you don't need to tip, but it's fine. Don't tip. Just, like, get some food. They added, you know, they they made the price of the food what they need to survive as a business, and they pay their yeah. workers a good amount. I'm like, that's that's yeah. good. Makes sense. Yeah, and it also means, you know, you as a server, you're not going in like, oh, I have to give really good service because I rely on the tips. And yeah, if it's a bad and like if night you get bad not... luck, then it's yeah. Yeah, and if it's a bad night and it's not that busy, then I'm not gonna get a lot of money. So like, I want to work on a Friday, not a Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's way less stressful and like more steady. And like, I guess you could argue that like some people do really thrive in that system and are probably making way more than those people who work at that restaurant Mm -hmm. make but it's like a different level of stress because you never know like you're always working for it and if you don't then you're not getting paid you know this is like you're just getting paid a wage and obviously if you're bad at your job you're gonna get fired but like if you're fairly good at your job you're always gonna get that wage which is nice yeah more stability i guess yeah, more stability for sure. Yeah, I never really, like, got the whole, like, big tip stuff. Like, you know, if it, like, was a decent lunch, I'd get, like, $50 or, like, 40 you know, which is still nice, mm-hmm. but <laughs> nothing crazy. Um, but we would also split the tips with the, the chefs, too, which not yeah. everyone does that, but I feel like it's nice. Yeah, that is nice too. And like, even though they are getting paid more than us, but yeah, but they get usually they get a smaller cut. Yeah, I I can't remember if it was like fifteen percent or like ten or like yeah. twenty. I don't know. What I don't understand is like I think it's pretty skeezy <laughs> when the owner takes a percentage of the tips. Oh, I feel like that's like illegal or something. Like you're not yeah. allowed to do that. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. I hear about scenarios like that and I'm like, oh, God, why? Yeah. I would hate to work in, no, I wouldn't work in a place like that. No, no way. No. no way. But yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting working in retail. It's definitely, 
I think the thing that's like really good about it, which I didn't mention earlier, is that it really does build your confidence. Like I find you're just more <laughs> um, used to interacting with the public, right? Like just with random people, it's just more comfortable. And then I do feel like there's a lot of like rejection therapy that you go through. Like you have to offer people things so many times and just push and just shoot your shot. Just try to like mention a product or a deal or whatever. And people turn you down all the time and you just kind of have to get over that and get over your fear of being rejected. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that could be a skill that like, could be transferable in other areas of your life like just getting more used to that maybe will help you in the future for bigger things of like well who cares if they say no because I'm used to you know what I mean like I'm not afraid of just like asking something yeah it was kind of like being really shy and like having social anxiety in high school it was kind of life-changing starting like working in a more retail job it it was kind of crazy putting yourself out there for me anyway it really it really helped with oh that. yeah for me too like yeah. it really helped like uh when I waitress when I started waitressing um because I was very socially anxious also but I think that I actually went through a similar thing because it was COVID I mean COVID's still going on now but like obviously not the COVID all the COVID practices are going on now but like when it was like lockdown and all this stuff I was like you know forced to be inside and I felt like I became very socially anxious and very like just used to not interacting with anyone all day and like not going out and so it kind of like going back into this retail is kind of I'm experiencing a similar thing that I experienced when I got my first job because I'm like oh I was so nervous about socializing and now I'm definitely way warmed up again. <laughs> like it's, you have no choice but to be, you know, social. Right. Um, and I always do feel better when I'm social. So it's definitely benefiting me. Yeah. And then just like not being, you know, scared to ask people things. And you do, you do have to get out of your comfort zone. You sometimes have to be like a little bit annoying, <laughs> just kind of kind of funny but um some people love it like I sometimes I'll feel like I'm being so salesy I mean again I try not to be salesy but sometimes I'll feel like I'm selling and I'm being annoying and at the end of the interaction the customer's like wow you were so helpful today thank you and I'm like really (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I was being annoying but I guess it's not the way I come across it's just I just probably feel annoying because I'm just asking them a bunch of stuff or I'm offering them a bunch of stuff and I feel like I could be annoyed by that (laughs) or some people are some people get very annoyed by that so oh I know what you mean I feel the same way sometimes yeah like it's interesting (laughs) sometimes like a customer come in and you start asking questions you can tell they're already over it they're like yep okay yeah I know like they're just like not into it at all yeah already over they're like just looking just looking I'm just looking (laughs) oh man so funny yeah I get it though I get it because I'm kind of one of those people that does just like looking around so (laughs) yeah as a customer I (laughs) 
I am totally the person that'd be just like, just no, I just want to look around. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Although now that I'm like the longer that I've been in this job, when I go into a store now, I find I'm more comfortable with the salespeople talking to me because probably I like know what, you know, I know how it feels and like I know what they're doing. So I'm like more comfortable with it. Obviously, like it doesn't. I'm not like living for it, but <laughs> I'm more comfortable with it. And I also find it very interesting to see what their sales tactics are and what their style is because I'm just like viewing it in a different way now, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, try selling me on stuff. I want to see your little sales tips. <laughs> your spiel. Let me your see. spiel, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to be into sales sales like a like a car salesman or like, like a sales rep yeah be interesting yeah. that's like the guy in the uh, love island yeah he, was a, he what did he sell he sold like pens or something oh yeah or like knives no was it yes. pens i think it was pens yeah something like that that's funny i know well, I better go and make dinner, but <laughs> was I, did I say that in a British accent? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Gonna go make dinner? Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating for dinner? Um, maybe Subway. I was uh, talking to Dolphin, we were saying. Maybe we'll do some stuff downstairs and if we go through a couple boxes, we'll do like a little reward, you know? Reward yourself, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you guys want some soup to go with your sandwiches, you can pick some up. Okay. Yeah, I gotta pick up my my Woman's Day gifty yeah. treat. <laughs> so. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, maybe I'll see you later. It's fun chatting about this. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast again. Always very chill. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm sure we'll see you again soon on here. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) And that's our show. I hope that you enjoyed hearing a little bit about our experience working in retail so far. It's definitely been quite a ride. And I just want to thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to me as well. I always super appreciate it. Before I go, I need to thank the people that make this all possible. My patrons. Patreon is a place that you can support me and the podcast. You donate a monthly pledge. I have some that are as low as $2 a month. And in return, you get stuff like secret episodes, exclusive posts, and even a handwritten letter from me. First off, a very special shout out to my Sunflower patrons. That is Branwyn and my lovely mom and dad. We have my Fern patrons, Patty and Gar, and my Sprout patron, Dolphin. Thank you all so, so much. I very much appreciate your continued support you want to become a patron and get a shout out at the end of every episode just like this check the link in the description or head to my instagram at sunnypaxton and join up there i hope to see you there bye